Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. October 17th, 2020. Have a mulligan. Einstein. All the Queen's horses, a big sandwich, and bedtime television. This is awesome today. Awesome today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. Good day. Good day and good morrow. No, I don't think that's right. I don't like that. You got me uh, on the track of seeing my lord and the lady the other day. Mm-mm. Wait, I put us on yeah, that track. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Nope. <laughs> um, no, but truly, hello and how are you on this Saturday? Well, I'll tell you what. Today, I would just merely minutes ago, maybe as long as an hour ago. What time is it? Yeah, about roughly an hour ago, sitting at my desk, and I my ears popped, mm. opened. They've been congested with everything. It's right. the first time I've been able. I was so scared, I haven't been able to hear anything in a week. I crawled under my desk and cried for an hour, and just now came down. That's when my face is flush. Yeah, and you're like, it's really noisy in this house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When did that yeah, start? I all of a sudden, our kids had gotten better behaved, but no. <laughs> Well, it is October 17th, Saturday, mm-hmm. as it were. Happy National Mulligan Day. Yes. For those unfamiliar with mulligan, uh, it is a term that comes to us from the sport of golf, though golf itself cannot decide where it came from. There are three different people who had the last name Mulligan, mm-hmm. all of which who have some sort of fan base that insist yeah. that's who it was in any event. What it is, is a do-over. So to properly celebrate the day, you do not need to play golf. I don't think you should play golf. You don't like golf. I am not a golf fan. Rather, what you should do is give yourself permission to claim a do-over on anything that has not gone exactly as you hoped. It's a day of extending a little bit of self-grace. 
I mean, I need to do a do-over like daily. Well, get yourself a mulligan bracelet or something and... Mm. Ooh, what if it was like Groundhog Day, but it was like Mulligan Day and you just kept doing it over until you got it right. Well, that's basically what Groundhog Day was, right? The movie? The well, Bill Murray movie? Yeah, it was It was in the sense that it was. he had to keep living it until he got it right. But mm -hmm. in the sense that until he got himself right. You know, like until he came into like a moral alignment okay. of the universe. And that's different than what you're suggesting. Yeah, I'm just saying like ways. I'm just saying like this is not a necessarily like a moral reckoning like Groundhog Day is. Okay. It's more like just, you know, I didn't get to my whole to do list done, so I'm gonna give it another try. Maybe I'll make my to do list Plainly shorter. you and I view the importance of our to do lists differently. As it is a complete and utter moral failure <laughs> to me. <laughs> Not really. I know. Hey, if it's your birthday today, any of those of you who might be listening, you share it with Motorcycle Daredevil, Evil Knievel. Mm. Also with Eminem, Norm MacDonald, and Alan Jackson. If I were invited to that party, I would go. That is a crowd right there. Yeah. Way to go, October 17th. Indeed. You did it. You birthed some real legends. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we take a little jot? Jot? That's not what I meant. Jog. A little jog back in history. I don't jog. Look at me. <laughs> You've jogged some miles in your life. Never again. All right. Well, in 1888, the very first ever issue of National Geographic magazine is released at newsstands. I remember my aunt and uncle, when I was growing up, had a prolific, like they saved every single National Geographic. It was like a prereq. If you subscribed, okay. you weren't allowed to throw away issues. This is fascinating to me. I thought that was a phenomenon limited to my aunt and uncle, but you're saying you've seen this in other I have seen households. this manifest many times over, yes. Okay. Well, my parents, for various reasons, who knows why, did not subscribe to the magazine, but my aunt and uncle did, and so we would visit them occasionally, maybe once a year or maybe every other year. Mm -hmm. A highlight for me was always camping out in front of the bookshelf where those were, and I would just leaf through them and found them to be wildly fascinating. My first remembered exposure mm -hmm. to them is art class. Okay. Because we had many art projects where we would mm. clip things out of stuff and okay. repurpose it. Yeah. Uh, but really only remembered that because there was a, in that era, a awful lot of tribal topless women in those magazines. And there was much snickering uh, around the yes. magazine shelf. Around the magazine shelf. Yes. By seventh grade boys. Yes. Yes. And younger, even. Yeah, all right. We were advanced. Uh-huh. Well, 1931, gangster Al Scarface Capone is sentenced to 11 years and a fine of $50,000. No small amount back then. Those of you familiar at all with mob history would know that his ultimate uh, imprisonment and all of that came from income tax evasion rather than murder and racketeering and all the other right. things. Right. Now, that's fascinating that that happened in 1931 because mm -hmm. 
We recently watched the HBO, no, not why would I say HBO, Netflix docu-series um, about New York City in the 70s. What was it called? Yes. Like Crime City, City of Crime. Something, yeah. Um, it was a little three-part series. And they were talking about how in the 70s, and I'm sure some into the 60s and the 80s, that the mafia ran Yes. Things in your city. Everything. Yeah. And that law enforcement could not figure out how to take them down because they would just, they'd end up arresting those, you know, sort of soldiers who uh, were out doing the actual killing and stuff, but they couldn't get the mob bosses. Right. Until finally, I think it ended up being a like law professor or something was like, well, have you guys looked at RICO laws? Right. Which is racketeering and mm-hmm. et cetera. And so, and they were like, well, what? I, we didn't even know. And that is how a lot of, they, they were finally able to control organized crime. It's kind of the equivalency of, of saying, hey, have you looked at your own laws that you're supposed right. to be enforcing? And yes. examines what's there? But this is fascinating to me because obviously that wasn't even the first time they, anyone had done that. They got right. Al Capone for income tax evasion. So this was... Elliot Ness and the Untouchables and yes. that whole yeah. era of things. It was a bygone era by the time the 70s rolled around. Well, yeah. I, you know, everybody works to stand on the shoulders of those before them. And That's right. They slump over and yes. fall off and drink too much, carouse around. Sounds like a good time to me. Yeah. That's what I plan on doing as soon as I can find some shoulders. <laughs> um, 1933. Albert Einstein arrives in the U.S. as a refugee from Nazi Germany. And as the story goes, while he was waiting to be processed, and he fumbled and dropped his identification paperwork all over the floor, and a U.S. customs agent snidely yells out, Way to go, Einstein! And that's how this insulting phrase was born. I don't think that's right. Okay, well, the first part I know is true. (laughs) The other part I just assumed. <laughs> this was a good follow-up to No Shit Sherlock from Indeed. days before. Indeed. And here we are with the origin story of Way to Go, Einstein. They all had to come from somewhere. Oh, yes, of course. Somebody had to be the first person to be like, Way to Go, Einstein. Yep. And it was that customs agent. It was. He didn't even know. <laughs> he was just waiting for his smoke break. Yep. All right. Well, in 1952, the first successful use of a mechanical heart was announced on this very day. Now, all right, getting a text. Actually, did occur not on this day, but occurred on July 3rd. They used it during a heart operation to keep the patient's blood flowing mm-hmm. while they operated. That would be the best way to use it, yes. in my opinion. Yeah, rather exactly. than just leaving it in his chest. I think they said it ran for like 50 minutes, okay. um, and then he lived for decades okay. beyond. I'm so. glad that one had an awesome ending. I yeah. thought for sure you were going to say, and then he died, and they didn't need to use it he anymore. He woke up, and he ripped the throat out of the nurse, and became a vampire. And Whoa. Yeah, that took a turn. And somebody yelled out, way to go, Einstein, <laughs> and the doctor said, you dumbass, that's not how you use that phrase. <laughs> and they had to cancel that show. Oh, the dogs are snoring, so you know what we're talking about is good and interesting. Um, 1959, Queen Elizabeth II, Queen Elizabeth, is fined 140, this says dollars, maybe it was 140 pounds, who knows. I'm only assuming that what I read 
they'd already worked the conversion. Ah, okay. I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, for withdrawing her horse from a race. It's a pretty, pretty rough, man. You can't even cut the queen a little bit of slack. I mean, seriously. Maybe she had a good reason. Uh, queen Elizabeth uh, definitely, especially during this era, known for enjoying her horse races. Yeah. And had the horses for the racing. I'm curious. I wonder what the story was. Why... It was withdrawn. Well, as the story goes, I don't know. I could tell you, but I'd have to make it up. So, 1973, mm -hmm. the Kuwait oil embargo. Mm. Members of OPEC announced that they would discontinue all oil shipments to countries that supported Israel in its war against Syria and would decrease oil production by 5% a month until Israel gave up all of the territory that it had seized in the 67 war. Mm. This is effectively when Japanese automakers gained huge popularity here in the U.S. as their cars were nearly twice as fuel efficient as the American-built cars. Um, and, and overarching, I always find things like this kind of interesting. Uh, because this practice of commodity manipulation, um, it's not new. It's not infrequent today. Sure. It's absolutely a version of white-collar war that goes on around the globe. Yeah. Constantly. Um, it may involve you know, grains or energy and different sort of oil, natural gas, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, currencies, interest rates, you name it. Uh, and some of the more... Rarely are they as bold as as this very unsophisticated, like we're going to take our ball and go home approach. Right. Usually, it's it's far more intricate. Often, combining two or more commodities into the mix, somewhat of a special design to be most painful for whoever it is that's being attacked. Right. Um, it's fascinating to watch that play out. You you typically don't get to really understand what's happening in the moment. You see bizarre things happening in a market and then maybe months later you can kind of put two and two together and be like, okay, that's mm. that's what was happening. Right, 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 right. Okay. I found this one wildly interesting. Let's hear it. 1988, Lyndon LaRoche pled innocent to fraud and conspiracy indictments. Who's Lyndon LaRoche? Exactly. That's what I said because that was all the, the little headline said like I had to go supposed to know who yeah LaRoche what? I had to go dig around yeah. so he was a political activist ultimately a convicted fraudster uh, but was also a cult leader as founder of the LaRoche movement ah. so most fascinating to me is that he ran in every U.S. presidential election from 1976 through 2004 oh my Every election cycle, members of his cult would establish a third party and make him their candidate. Oh my gosh. It's phenomenal, is, right? Wow, this is, that, that's a really peculiar mission and yeah. like uh, directive for a cult. And you know, it, cults, it, right? cults yeah. form for a lot of reasons and they do a lot of wacky things, but this is like really specific. There were, I didn't take all the notes down that were available there they had they actually had some success monkeying with smaller smaller elections okay uh so this was just the long-term holdout this was the long was, con this was the dream <laughs> this was, yeah right well in 96 he actually got five percent of the nationwide vote in democratic what? primaries and That's then in crazy. 2000 he got enough primary votes to qualify for delegates in some states but then 
at the convention was refused those delegates. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. This is fascinating to me. Um, it's also interesting because <sighs> that does take a lot of energy to put together this. Yeah. Um, and then to get him on the ballot in different states. I didn't know right. this. <laughs> I did not know this until this year. That if you are not the Democratic or Republican, which is to say main party mm -hmm. candidate in the state of Oklahoma, if you want to run third party, would you like to guess how much it costs, how much the Oklahoma Election Board is going to charge you to get onto the ballot? I'm sure it's something to make it impossible. Well, not impossible, but it's $35,000, which is not nothing. Right. And it's essentially going to be wasted. 35000 to get you a pretty nice used Jeep. Right. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, it is, this is a red, red, red state. It was, it would be essentially a waste of $35,000. Yes. Um, and the reason I know that though, is because there is a, one of many third parties called the American Solidarity Party, which is uh, based on Catholic social teaching. Okay. And the candidate uh, for that party. Is Lyndon LaRoche. <laughs> no, he's not. No, 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 no. How dare you? Um, anyway, he was on a different podcast and answering some questions in the podcast group. Someone from Oklahoma was like, "How in Oklahoma, you can't even write in on your ballot. If you write in right. on your ballot, your ballot is discarded. <laughs> They're very serious about that. I know that. this because I, for the last 15 elections, have voted for Eddie Van Halen. And <laughs> I'm always notified, this doesn't count. <laughs> well, somebody from Oklahoma said, why can't we vote for American Solidarity Party in Oklahoma? And he said, in Oklahoma, there is a $35,000 Filing fee. I mean, this is all irrelevant to Lyndon LaRoche, except for the fact that I, I have to say, I, I admire their uh, their tenacity. Yeah, I mean, obviously there were enough of them yeah. with enough resources that it was no big thing to right just keep on keeping on. Mm -hmm. It's impressive. Yep, you have to respect the commitment. I do respect the commitment. Even if it's a little, I'm sure there's something wacky. In the, Undoubtedly. In the Undoubtedly. Although he did say he was innocent to the fraud and conspiracy indictments against him. So. And in fairness, he may very well have been. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's uncommon at all for weird indictments to come along when somebody gets just irritating enough that people are tired of him. Well, I he's a cult leader. I personally am going to get, cast my own juror's vote that he was absolutely guilty of the conspiracy. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I mean, we're looking at potentially revisionist history who knows if his group was actually a cult or if it was just okay i know that i know that his political stance was around uh marxism which i vehemently dis disagree with and think is idiotic and plenty of historical proof for that but anyway um yeah it, it could have just been fear mm -hmm. of people that this movement was growing too much and it was in disagreement with them regardless of what it was or wasn't it was in disagreement with their stance and it was like you know what this has gone on long enough the idiot just got five percent of the nationwide vote how does that even happen let's let's just go ahead and call what he's doing a cult get him indicted let's let's move on okay all right well we'll move on to to 1991 1991 what a magic year that was or was it? I don't know. I don't even... I mean, we were both fully alive. Yeah. Functioning children of teens. I was not driving yet, so no. I can't imagine it was too cool. Uh, well, in New York City, something very cool happened, and that was the first performance of the Blue Man Group. Hated them. You've seen them? Yep. I mean... not. I mean, I was live at that event, obviously, because <laughs> I run in some 
pretty wild social circles. Uh, There's a lot of cocaine things going on. I didn't participate. I just saw it going on. Uh, yes. Uh, I've, I have seen the Blue Man Group before on TV. Yes. The television, as it were, on for those that don't know what TV stands for. <laughs> On the boob tube. Industry speak for television. <laughs> Using that insider lingo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you like them? Do you like them? I, I vaguely, visually in my brain can imagine who they are. I don't know that I've ever like seen them actually do any kind of performance. I don't know what it They're is that they do. Just kind of freaky okay. in general. I like freaky. Okay, well, then I will keep them on the roster for your birthday party. I didn't know if I should cancel or not. They're pretty easy to get now, but yeah. I wanted to be respectful of their time. Yep. Mm -hmm. 2003, Taipei 101 in Taiwan. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Became the world's tallest high-rise building at 1,671 feet. Can we clarify really fast that you're not saying type A? When you read this to me as we were going through notes, I thought you were saying type A 101. Oh. And I was like, they named a building after yes. being type A? Yes, it was an alpha structure of the 101th generation of technology. <laughs> type type A, the city. The city, yes. The same name, Taipei 101. I'm guessing, I don't know. That that's more of a location than an actual building name? I don't know. I don't know how they do things there. Well, yeah. That is one place that I have yet to have any kind of political or economic influence. Okay. Well, they do have the world's tallest high rise. Well, do they, though? Okay. Because it wasn't without dispute. And that due to the fact that people that care about such things cannot amongst themselves agree as to what should and should not be included when measuring a building's height. Mm. So... They became the world's tallest high-rise building on this date because they finally finished installing, like, the steeple top thing on it. Right. And, and that's what's under question. Oh, Can you just okay. stick a tall, skinny thing on top of the building, or does it actually have to be usable space? Or Right. All I, I kinds of stuff. That makes sense. That's, that's, that, those are important parameters. To, to someone. To someone. To they the, are. To the type A amongst us. I guess so. All of you type A's, specifically of the 101st generation. Yes. So that... All right. Well, in 2008, in the country of Iran, they attempted to create the world's largest sandwich. They were going for 1,500 meters. That's that's a large sandwich. That is large. I do not know if it was a like a sub or if it was like a, a square. I don't know. That'd be a lot more impressive if it was a square. 
You mean like a square and like build it upwards 1,500 meters? No, like... Oh. 1500 meter by 1500 meter <gasps> square. Oh my gosh. Piece of bread or pieces of bread and meats and stuff. I don't know. I that did. would be so much sandwich. I'm sure it's probably some kind of a bootleg submarine sandwich. I would guess so. It doesn't matter because ultimately they failed yeah. due to the crowd eating it before it could be measured. Get Come your on, people guys. under control. Come, Come on. on. That was a lot of work and people just started eating it. Right. All right. So I know that I'm stupid when I say this. Okay. I'm not offensive. I'm stupid when I say this. Because I also know there are people around the world who, when you mention Oklahoma to them, they're like, oh, so you guys like have all dirt roads and ride horses everywhere? <laughs> Every time I think of Iran, Iraq, anywhere over in the Middle East, I'm just like, isn't everything just a big, dusty, <laughs> sand-blown desert mess over there? And I know that's not the case. I've seen pictures of the cities. They're just as city-like as any other city. But yeah. all I can think about is a sandwich full of sand. <laughs> Hurry up, guys, eat it before it gets too gritty. Oh, my goodness. Um, That's uh, moving into trending, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, we got we? a few trendings. Wow. So this one's uh, near and dear to my heart and will likely also be for any of you fans of the Showtime series, Dexter. When you came across this news piece, I was there and I saw it in real time. Your entire being lit up yes. like a Christmas tree. I deeply enjoyed that series. Yes. You didn't. No. Especially I'm the- I'm still freaking mad at especially it. Especially the season when Dexter's wife gets killed. Yes. Yeah. And you know who did it? Yeah. What's his name? Jerk. He's a jerk, whatever his name is. What is his name? John. Lithgow. <laughs> John Lithgow. We partnered together on yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still mad at John Lithgow. I'm still mad at the series. I hate it so much. Also, this, well, you go ahead and tell the news. Well, the, the trending news is any, anybody that was a fan of this that watched it through the end, there was a great deal of consternation with the, the finale. Um, well, they've just announced that there will be a limited run return in 2021 uh, with many high hopes that somehow this seemingly botched finale will be patched up with new episodes. Okay, we need to have a spoilery discussion, which mm -hmm. I already spoiled the fact that Rita gets murdered at the end of the John Lithgow season. But if, you, if you're going to watch this, just fast forward like 30 seconds. Um didn't Dexter die at the end? No. And that was part of the hated finale? Well, the hated finale was that he'd ended up having to kill his sister. His whole <gasps> okay. world was crumbling. He'd, he'd done away with her. It broke his heart. Yes. Though he wasn't sure he'd had one before that. Yeah. Disposes of her body. And then I think shows up, like, you get, like, some weird glimpse of him appearing, like, in a Alaska... Uh, uh, Lumberjack type, oh, I don't know, some kind of okay. just bizarrity there. For some reason, I thought he like set out to sea and then he was like going to die or something like that. And well, he wasn't. She yeah. was dead. And yeah. Yes, he set out on the boat to okay. throw the pieces overboard. Okay, okay. That was his method, you know. Yes, I do remember that. Now, here's another fun fact about Dexter and you and your history is that you, this is one of those shows that you find to be so soothing that you can put it on at bedtime to go to sleep to. And oh, that's true. It's not that I find it soothing. And it's not that I could have done that the first watch through. It's no, something that not. I'm fine to rewatch. Yeah. 
And especially when I'm going to be falling asleep because I already know what's going to happen. I don't have to worry that I'm going to miss something. Can we, can we talk? I don't mean to, I'm not in any way trying to no. embarrass you. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not trying to embarrass you. It's known. You. Everyone knows. Can we talk about your going to sleep TV choices? Because if you will allow me to provide all of the evidence rather than your N equals one bad study. Okay. You remember only what offends you. You're right. I do. Because you pick things that are disturbing to me. On occasion. And when I wake up in the middle of the night, usually to attend to a child, then there's either Dexter murdering somebody, there's freaking Walt and Jesse on Breaking Bad mm -hmm. in some kind of intense, tense situation where somebody's about to die. It's Criminal Minds. That's your latest choice. And there's some kind of disturbing, like, pedophile, oh, terrible... Oh. I picked that Situation one. Going in on. fairness, I picked that one because I haven't watched it. I tried to watch it and I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. And it's a boring show to me. So I don't have any clue what goes on <laughs> on that show because as soon as I turn it on, I'm like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> but the, you you pick these intense and disturbing things that I'm long since asleep. The reason why. Okay. And you're, again, you're only keying in on. The stuff, right? Yes. I like to have a long-running series so that I don't have to try to make a new decision every night. I just, same thing, keep it going. It's, it hangs out in our recently viewed list, all of that. I don't have to go search for it. Right. Do you recall what the first couple shows were that I did this with? Well, Life was life? one, which I would delight to wake up to. Well, why Charlie did I Cruise? stop? Because they took it because off. Because Netflix are a bunch of bastards oh, and they yeah. took it off there. There's a trend here. Yes. And what then the I went one? to Burn Notice. That's right. Love Burn Notice. I would even stay awake to watch that yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, rerun, doesn't matter. Yeah. I watched, I probably watched five or six times through that easily uh -huh. and then they took it off. Yeah. Alias. Oh, that's right. Yes. Same thing. Now, I think it's maybe over at Hulu now or was or something. But That's the other thing. You don't like to switch between platforms. I know. It's so, irritating. Yeah. Load times, all that. Internet's a little sketchy. Okay. You are absolutely right. I did forget this major piece of the bedtime viewing puzzle. So You I'm, should be mad at Netflix. This is all they're leaving me. I am mad at Netflix. It's all they've left me. <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. Time to kind of wordle. You don't want to do my trending? Oh, I forgot it. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't care. Skipped it. Sorry. I just overlooked it. You got me all spun up on the other trying to protect my honor. <laughs> People think I'm a television whore. Okay, this is also trending right now that uh, recent studies, uh, just a couple, don't get excited, but a couple of studies suggest that if you happen to have type O blood, that you are A, less likely to contract the coronavirus, mm -hmm. COVID-19, and if you do get it, that your symptoms are going to be far less intense. You buried the headline, though. What is it? The headline, if you were to read this in any of the social media outlets, would be, those with type O blood, COVID can't hurt you. Just <laughs> That's go good. all the way with it. That is good clickbait. That should be the title of this episode. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> all right, now we can whirl. Okay, watch, read, listen, life, style. Yeah. It's not a full list today. No. But there's a few things. Um, we don't just run out and hunt, you know, oh, what can we put in there? It's literally things that we've come across. We're... Mm -hmm. providing you 
uh, live intel. And there wasn't much pop culture in today's uh, Awesome Today list. Right, so right. We often draw our inspiration from there, too. There so. was plenty to pick. It just wasn't that interesting to me. And since I'm the filter, you're all subject to my bad filtering. And to Taipei 101. And to Taipei 101. Feels like that's the next in the Terminator series or something. Yes. Good. A building comes back to mm. kill John Connor. Yeah. All right. So to watch. I've continued, as I mentioned a few days ago, maybe, um, to watch the 100 that is in, what did I say, season, season seven six. or six? I don't know. Season six. Um, we've, we've definitively reached a point where we're, like, traveling, intergalactic travel through wormholes and... Oh, my. Then certain places where there's time paradox and all of that. And I hate it. Yeah. I keep watching. I don't know why. Maybe just because I haven't seen anything else worth going into. But it dawned on me. Isn't it like every show that runs beyond five seasons, if that long, that they they have to do some kind of time paradox thing? It's written into the laws, the bylaws of television production. Right. So... What all shows? I mean, just top of your head, there's... Obviously Lost. Lost. Lost is bread and butter on the time paradox. So there's I that. feel like Supernatural did some of this. Probably. There's 15 seasons to choose from. If nothing else, we have the, the weirdities of people that were dead and alive and mm -hmm. dead again. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. parallel worlds yeah. or something. And right. Yeah, that whole deal. Um, I think every one of the Marvel superhero series that are out have some kind of tie-in with that mess. It's it's deeply frustrating to me. Um, and so this is happening on the 100. Yeah. Apparently, that was so pronounced of a plot line that it has inceptioned my dreams because last night, for the first time ever in my whole entire life, and I have very vivid dreams, I dreamt about somebody time-traveling okay. into my dream. To tell me something, well, it wasn't me, but in was the dream... Was it to give you a hot stock tip for the future? <laughs> no. Okay. Unfortunately, no stock tips were involved, I wish. But um, I've never dreamt that before, but it was very, very specifically about somebody coming back in time to correct something. Did you know the person? No. Dang. My mind made it up completely. If you saw them in real life, would you recognize them? Yeah, probably. Okay, well, keep an eye out. It may have simply been that they traveled back and just spoke in your dream so that they wouldn't oh my gosh. do the weird thing where you yes. two things consume the same space and you become a gelatinous blob or whatever oh happens there. Well, yeah, okay. Keep, I'm going to think about that for a while. Keep an eye on it. It may, in fact, have been a way to get hands on a Jeep, and I don't want to overlook that. Okay. Um, I have, I've continued to read, uh, whatever the name of the book is that I started a few days ago. I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Have you read anything? No. Okay. I have listened to nothing. Um, I think I mentioned yesterday, day before, I don't know. My business is buying another business. And so you've been so busy. My you word, have time yeah. to listen to nothing. I've been listening to my usual favorites, true crime obsessed, obsessed with disappeared, other true crimey. I, as much as I was giving you a hard time for the television material that you go to sleep to, I genuinely do enjoy a true crime podcast, so I have no room to talk. But just it's my true. usuals. I wasn't going to point it out, but since you did. Yeah. Lifestyle. I did think of one note. Before well, I had one. Oh, okay. Inadvertently, you and I have begun to wear a show uniform, evidently. If you're not a viewer, 
of the YouTube version of the show, you've missed out. Yeah. You don't want to go into specifics. No. People are curious. They can go go watch the video for a hot 10 seconds and skip ahead. Here's my lifestyle is that I continue to be obsessed with a scent of the day that I've mentioned before. It's from Posey Perfumes. It's called Whisper Your Bitter Things. My word. I'm wearing it right now. I can't smell anything. You can't smell anything. When I wear it, this is how I know it's a great perfume. I cannot stop smelling my wrists. I smell so good to myself. Do you do that in public? I probably do inadvertently without thinking about it. Just like. I think go big. Celebrate it. Be, be weird Start about Start shoving it. my wrist in people's faces. No, no. Just like, like turn yeah. yourself inward and sniff it like you're guarding it from everyone else. Well, and here's the thing. Since we're all masked, I will have to make a, either I have to try to be discreet about it, which would be awkward, or make a big production of like really pulling my yeah. mask down and smelling my own wrist. Just like the other knuckleheads, you just got to wear the mask right under your nose. Oh my gosh. And cover your mouth only. People do this. I, I thought it was an internet meme. I thought it was a joke about Americans being dum-dums. I took Nico to his doctor's appointment week before last, and there were full, not the doctors or the nurses, thank goodness, but other families in there fully with just their mouth covered by their masks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a special world we live in. I was appalled. I'm, I'm irate personally, but that's just me. All right. We got to go. What? Hey, what? Me. Would, would you, would you have, uh, would you have clutched pearls if you had any? I should have worn pearls specifically so they could have been clutched. That is how appalled I was. I had a lot of trouble with that. I can't exactly pull off a pearl necklace. I kept one in my pocket for a while, but every time I clutched them, people thought I was scratching myself. So it didn't go over well. It's not a good look. <laughs> so ridiculous. What I was going to say is we got to go figure out how to cook lamb chops. Lamb chops. That's true. And with a cook that can't smell or taste anything, it could be, be a fun. real adventure. All right. Um, one quick heads up. Okay. There is a pretty solid chance that next week I am going to oh, yeah. have to take a trip. Shoot. Don't know exactly how that'll impact the show. Most probably there would be one day where there's no episode, but there's a possibility of two days. We'll just kind of have to see how things play out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that we're cool enough to do a double recording in a single day to yeah. catch up for one that we're missing. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yep. I'm glad that you thought of that because yeah. I would not have. I'll probably forget to ever say it again, and whoever's trying to listen next week will not have heard this episode. Of course. Yeah. So, anyway, have a mulligan. Oh. Or two. Yeah. Or three, whatever you need. However, mulligan your mulligans, whatever. Um, and have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Do dreams tell the future? If they do, they are terrible communicators. Come on, dreams. Be better. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.